What's up and good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Charles Main, and you are listening to another episode of the Builders Boosted Podcast. On today's episode, it's not necessarily a ad strategy, but an overarching concept that you can apply to any and all of your Facebook ad strategies. You don't want to miss this one. Stay tuned. We're going to dive in right after the intro. So, you're a home builder, right? And you want to learn how to use digital marketing. But you don't have the slightest idea where to begin. Well, that's where we come in. Welcome to the Builders Boosted Podcast with your host, Charles May. All right, you guys. So, like I said, uh, today's episode is all about a... Uh, overarching concept that you can use uh, in any and all of your Facebook ad strategies. I've found that when you use this, uh, you actually have some of the most successful um, campaigns there are. And I know that it's for a very specific reason, but before I dive into the ad strategy, um, I kind of want to take you guys back a little bit, okay? Um, about six or seven years ago, whenever it is that I had originally uh, moved from where we live now, uh, I moved to Milwaukee. And I lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for a long time. I lived there for about four or five years. And when I first moved there, um, I had no money. I had no money. I had a car, but it wasn't very good. Um, I, I didn't have a job lined up. I didn't have anything. And this was about the time my friends and I were the age of, like, freshman college students. And uh, I was not in college, but I knew a lot of people who were in college, and they went to the University of Milwaukee. And so I I ended up uh, crashing in one of their dorm rooms um, for about three or four months. And while I lived there, there was a guy who lived across the dorm from my friend. And he now is a really successful, um, you know, uh, e-commerce, you know, online entrepreneur. And we're going to actually be interviewing him at some point. But, um, you know, one of the things that I saw him do in years to come was uh, with his Facebook ads for his e-commerce business. And he was combining two different things, right? He was combining two different interests and targeting strategies. Um, you know, for example, and this isn't what he was doing, and I'm not going to give that away, but this would be like, for example, um, if you had a product that was um, a coffee mug that had like a funny picture of a cat on it, Right? You're able to target people who are coffee drinkers on your Facebook ads or people who are interested in coffee-related sites. And then you're also able to target, you know, and also target people who are interested in cats. So you're running an ad to people who are interested in coffee and interested in cats. And so by doing so, you're crossing these two interests into something very, very specific. So when you show your ad of your cat coffee mug 
to somebody online, right? It, it resonates with them at a different level, at a higher frequency, because it's like all of a sudden, you know, they're seeing an ad for something that they're very interested in, cats and coffee. So, you know, for, for builders, right, to draw this parallel and so kind of bring things full circle here, um, this was a concept that I started thinking about, you know, as I started to run some of my very first ad campaigns. Now, let's say that you uh, sell a Barnwood product um, like, my, like my family's Barnwood business, Forever Barnwood. You know, in one of the ads that we ran um, that was highly successful, it was to cross that those interest levels. It was to cross the two levels of interest. And so he had to think about, all right, what can we do in order to cross our interest levels? Because we're not going to make cat coffee cups, right? Um, <laughs> so we... We realized that, you know, with a Barnwood product like that, that they're, you know, it's a rustic, um, but also can be used in a modern way. And, and so we started thinking of all the different ways that this product can be used. And we started thinking about some of the more common applications that we, ha- like personally, have seen and used them for. And we realized that a lot of people here were hunters, right? They, they're deer hunters. And so they're interested in you know, hunting and specifically deer hunting and barnwood. And so when we designed our first ad, it was to promote uh, the product uh, as a wall covering, right? Like uh, to put up on the walls to cover the wall up. Um, But also it was like a trophy wall for uh, deer mounts. And so we had a picture of a a wall that was, you know, had really great looking barn wood on it. You know, it was, you know, our, their, you know, one inch dimensional lumber, just kind of in a vertical layout. And, um, on the wall, we had tons of deer heads, you know, hung, right. There was elk and deer and, you know, some, I mean, all kinds of different, you know, animals. It was a trophy wall, right. And so when we ran this ad in different markets that they occupied to deer hunters and, um, you know, also then we put in, you know, different targeting techniques to, you know, put this in front of people who were also interested in Barnwood, it resonated with those viewers at a higher frequency. And so therefore, when they saw it, it connected with them on another level. Now, a lot of times companies and and marketers will only use one level of interest, right? They'll only run, and especially for e-commerce, if they're selling, you know, uh, a band t-shirt, right? They're just going to run, you know, ads to people who like bands that are like that. A lot of people don't think to go, you know, one step further and either A, create a product that's, you know, able to be cross-promoted or cross-interest targeted, but they don't, you know, there's also other ways to display those products in ways to, you know, cross a network, right? So for example, right, something that you guys could use because you're not selling barnwood and you're not selling cat coffee mugs. And I want to give you something tangible, something you could take back and go do today, right? If you wanted to, you know, let's say that you are promoting 
Uh, maybe you install tile, right? We're just going to put that for example, or, or you install some type of flooring. You're a flooring installer of some kind. So let's say that that's your thing. Now, one thing you could do is get a picture of, you know, a nice, you know, happy family um, or something like that sharing your, uh, you know, sh- doing something and the flooring is, is in the image and it's very, you know, beautifully displayed. I recently saw an image from a, a flooring company. Um, I can't remember which one, but it, I just saw it yesterday uh, where it was a family, you know, passing passing bowls of you know, food around a dinner table, uh, in like the right hand side of the image. And then on the left hand side, it showed all the flooring from like a bird's eye view. So you can kind of envision, you know, a bunch of people sitting around a round table on the right hand side of the image. And then on the left hand side of the image, uh, it just displays the flooring in a way that you can see the detail and character and whatnot. Now that ad could be promoted to people who are looking, you know, you could find ways to target people who are, you know, interested in doing some type of remodel or new construction or building a home or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, And then also promote it to people who are parents of certain age children, right? You can do parents, you know, if if it's babies in the picture, it could be new uh, parents. If it's, you know, you know, early elementary uh, kids, you could be, you can use that targeting. You can do it with, you know, maybe you're trying to, you know, specifically promote yourself to people who have kids that are out of the home. And maybe your ad campaign is to get them to build a new home because the home that they have might be too big because now their kids have all left. You know, that could be an ad that you run to parents that are uh, parents of children who are not at home anymore. They're older. So these are all things that you can keep in mind when you're trying to plan, um, you know, like a photo shoot or a video or something like that where you're going to grab content for your advertisements um, and kind of just keep in the back of your mind, okay, now in order for this to be as effective as possible, I really want it to be able to be network or promoted to two different interest levels, Right. And, and that's an, you know, that's again, that's an overarching concept that you can use with any and all of your Facebook ads. Try before, you know, before you go into it, take five minutes to think about how you could possibly, uh, you know, cross promote this to people, right? You know, like if you wanted to promote fireplaces, right? If you, um, you know, maybe for what you're a fireplace distributor or, uh, repair center or whatever, for example, you know, maybe you've got a video of, and, and maybe they're gas fireplaces that you primarily work on. Um, maybe you've got a family that's sitting in front of, you know, a fireplace, you've got stockings and whatnot on the mantle. Um, you know, and, and again, there's kids and everything like that. You could use that same strategy with the kids and um, people who are, uh, you know, parents of kids that are a certain age. And then also just run it in your local market because if they're parents of kids a certain age in your local market and you're, you know, somebody that they know, maybe you're running a special on a fireplace, you know, maintenance, you know, checkup. I I don't know what they call it, but it's like a, you know, maybe you just come out and, 
you you know check on it, do an inspection, make sure everything's working properly, and your your copy in your ad can either be and you could you would test this. I would test to see which performs better, but you could do um, some type of ad that's promoting you know the pursuit of pleasure, right? Like um, enjoy a great holiday season this year with your loved ones uh, by making sure that your fireplace um, is up to up to par, right? Call us for a uh, an inspection or whatever the hell you call it. And then, you know, you could test the other alternative, which is the avoidance of pain, because there's, again, there's the two reasons people do things. It's for pleasure or for, or to avoid pain. And so if you're looking to avoid pain, it could be, you know, um, you know, keep your loved ones safe this year by not having a gas related fireplace accident. Maybe there's some statistic like one out of every 10 homes has a gas leak you know prevent that from happening this holiday season by calling us for a you know an inspection you know take care of your loved ones this holiday season with Tom Tom Jones fireplace right whatever your business is so I mean that that's that's just an idea um, you know that's just to kind of help you get the you know get the cogs spinning or so to speak and uh, help give you guys an ad strategy, but more or less an overarching concept uh, that you can take to the bank and use every single time. So uh, again, I promise if you guys do that, you will see much greater results. Every time I have the opportunity to do it, I I use it to my advantage. uh, And I think that will help you guys immensely as well. So Uh, Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Builders Boosted Podcast. I will catch you guys in another one. Uh, These next couple are going to be pretty unique, so you'll make sure you want to make sure you tune in for those. Uh, But until next time, again, I'm your host, Charles Main, and this was another episode of the Builders Boosted Podcast. Thanks, guys.